welcome to another episode of Bicharo on Politics. I'm Laura Bicharo here with my sister Yolanda Bicharo. Hi there, how are y'all doing today? So today I wanted to talk about Biden's trip. Biden is currently attending the United Nations Climate Change Conference, which is being held in Glasgow, Scotland, in the United Kingdom. So our new president is really advocating about clean energy. I wanted to talk about some points that he made throughout his speech, and I wanted to know your feedback. So he talked about record heat and drought in regards to climate change, about raising our standard of living or reinforcing how we live. He talked about how the cost of energy is becoming higher. So when we go to the gas pump and we put gas in our car, currently gas is three fifteen here in the North Carolina, Virginia area. Further south, in further south we go into North Carolina, gas is three twenty five, three twenty six a gallon. And guess what he said? What did he say? He said it solely is the higher cost of energy is a reinforcement to push us to clean energy to diversify the different types of energy we use does that really seem feasible to you he he honestly doesn't care about high gas prices he wants us all to get new vehicles but guess what's happening there's a chip shortage right now that and you also have to count the labor shortage that's going on too because how the hell are you going to try to push people into getting newer cars or newer cars that are efficient when you have all these shortages going on exactly like right now it's not a perfect there it's not a perfect timing right now i would if i were him i will wait a year just so that the demand decreases so that people from now till december if they're traveling to see their families i mean make it easier for them I remember under President Trump, he would always somehow decrease the price of gas right before vacation time or the holidays. So he he was going on about promoting his Build Back Better plan. He was talking about investments in clean energy. He wants us to install solar panels to invest more in clean air he wants us to have and drive electric vehicles i think electric vehicles are cool i just don't want to be pushed by the government to buy an electric vehicle honestly in the end personally to me there's no need for an electric vehicle there's you can always make like other cars more efficient but at the same time yes you're always going to have a market for everything but the way he's doing this to push the so-called electric what's the main i want to say like recent cause behind behind all this why are you trying to push more electric why are you trying to do it in this short of a time frame exactly it's going to be near to impossible because you have to because if you do that let's think about it theoretically you have let's say i don't know let's go for a thousand Let's say a thousand, for example. You have like a thousand gas, a thousand gas-powered vehicles, and let's say only like maybe nine of them are electric. 
and over time you have to replace them but at the same time can each person really afford to get an electric vehicle no not everybody in every income bracket can do so no, no, they people can't. making under 30,000 they are going to be the ones that struggle the most Yes. They're they're not gonna be the ones that buy a brand new car. They're gonna be the ones that are buying a used car as close as to five thousand as they can, or you know driving a vehicle by given to them by someone in their family. Yeah, or if not that, they're gonna have to like purchase it elsewhere. If not, they're going to carpool with other people or even take public transportation to get around because not everyone has a car exactly but but those of us who live in the rural area we don't have public transportation we have to drive we don't have any options to besides that yeah honestly not everybody wants to live in the city most people get bored within the city and honestly if you live in the city like it depends like what's there like why are you there for your jobs or just ease convenience exactly And I'm just finding that it's it's so high. What's your main frustration you're trying to get? It's not feasible. It's not feasible for people for with lower incomes to buy a new vehicle. Explain why. There's people who are, who they say are living pay, paycheck to paycheck. They're not going to be able to buy a vehicle in their current income income market bracket. Mm-hmm. And then what else? I, I just feel like it's insensitive. Why do you think it's insensitive that they're doing this push on electric? If vehicles? they wanted to push this on the people who make more than 50000 a year, it's easier to comprehend. But people with under the $50,000 mark are gonna struggle. Yeah, that's how I feel too, because honestly, what my thing is, why are you trying so hard to push for electric vehicles? What happened to a free economy where you can buy anything you want, you can sell to who you want, not just a certain a certain vehicle or products allowed on the market? This is practically communism where the government runs the, each sector in the economy. Mm-hmm. Practically, it's if not that old socialism. So then I'm going along and reading more of his speech. And he talks about he wants to have 500 or to 500,000 charging stations in the United States. I think the private sector should be developing those. I don't think that the government should be having to push the private sector to do so. Elon Musk, who makes the Tesla vehicles... I would want him to set up his own chain of charging stations. Yeah, but at the same time, you think about the charging stations, you can only really... I'll be honest, I'm not really caught up on the whole this whole electric vehicle thing, so I can only say what I see. But isn't there only a certain amount of mileage you can take, you can drive with that electric vehicle before you get to a next charging station? Let's say if they do make those 500, 500 charging stations, but what if they're only really in around the populated city areas, not in the yes. rural areas? You're pretty much stuck in those rural areas. You can't go anywhere else. Yes, it's very insensitive for people in rural areas. A Tesla vehicle could probably drive thousands of miles, but 
everybody else honda what 35 to 55 miles per battery charge i'm not sure i'll be honest it's so insensitive we'll check we'll circle back on that so he talked about helping other countries develop I don't think we should be working on other countries right now if we have a problem at our southern border. There is a mass migration at the south border of the United States. And most of the the news doesn't care. Univision talks about it. But they love it. They're enjoying the mass migration. Okay, it's understandable why many of them are migrating to this area but at the same time you have to do it in a correct manner not just in one like false swoop but also not just a whole bunch of people from latin america coming there's also people coming in from like what was what was that one area haiti they said it was haiti in. haiti and like other countries are coming through there because they know it's easier to come through through the, the southern border right now and guess, so much chaos did you hear over the weekend they're trying to pay four hundred and fifty thousand dollars per person that was separated at the southern border Four hundred fifty thousand. The Biden administration wants to pay up to four hundred fifty thousand per separated person. That is way too much money. Why is he? The question is, why is he focusing on more on people come in instead of the people here? Shouldn't he be caring more about the people who got him elected, or more exactly. about his people here instead of those? Exactly. I'm not saying anything in a rude manner, but I'm just saying in general. Yes, it's sucks what's going on over there but at the same time what is he doing to make it his country better nothing he's caring more about the world i want progress here in the united states but based on how you're seeing with the southern border how how is that going for you i just feel it's dangerous because it puts our mom in danger people are rude to her in the stores because they think she is a recent immigrant but she's been here. She's been here over 30 years. She's a U.S. citizen. I mean, why are they being... There's no way of really telling who's legal versus who's illegal. But once you talk to them, you know. It all depends on the person's mindset, honestly. Because if they're just there stuck watching TV or just there like watching a certain point of view of course they're going to think a certain way you have to think about it in like a more open-minded way that not everyone's the same well more like a person is a person what makes them different is their personality their characteristics and stuff yes later i started listening to c-span's coverage of representatives um giving speeches they were just giving their general speeches at the House of Representatives. Our, well, not our representative, but a representative of North Carolina, Virginia Fox, was talking about the $450,000 um, per person. And she says service members are paid much less. And it's not, she's, she's saying that Biden is incentivizing the mass migration of people coming here. Because he, he's throwing out, oh, okay, somehow prove that you were separated from your child and you get $450,000. And then he talks about here, well, Virginia Fox talks about it's very insensitive because 
November is Military Appreciation Month. Oh, really? I haven't heard, heard much of that, honestly. Yes. I've never heard of that, honestly. I'll be honest, I haven't either. That's good to know. That's all she said in her speech. Oh, and then I was listening to another speech by General Paul Nasakon. Nasakon. He is the cybersecurity. He's here. He's a head of cybersecurity for the United States. He was talking about. <laughs> he always thinks about readiness and having the top talent to work for cybersecurity, and I thought that was so cool. Why do you think that's cool? I just think IT is so cool. How much work they have to. They think differently. They have to think about the systems, about the database, and how the database works with the system programming. I'll be honest, I worked on like some like coding and stuff back when I was in college for like this one class. Personally, I like IT, but at the same time, I couldn't major in it because I already decided on something else. But with IT, you do have to worry about mostly about coding, and sometimes that code can be can get frustrated. That, that can be frustrating yeah it can be frustrating let's say if you're if you're making a website and you're trying to make let's say a little chart if you mistype one thing the chart won't pop up it'll come up as just a bunch of just word just word typing he then was talking about think about who do you work with who do you work for how do they motivate you how are you compensated by your job and he's not talking about monetary compensation. How do you feel when you work? Does your job make you happy that you feel compensated by being happy? His speech was so emotional. I, I feel like I could go work for him. Okay, let's delve further into the compensation. Like, what kind of compensation do you mean? Like, just, like, emotional compensation? Like, you're valued as an individual, not just a number of a company? Yes, I think so. Because I'm pretty sure that's what most people want to feel, like, when they're part of a company. They want to feel valued. They want to be... They want to pretty much feel valued and know they're doing something in the company, not just another number. They're just like, oh, just another person. As soon as we fire them, we can hire someone else immediately that they're important to our organization there are companies still struggling to hire people that they furloughed (laughs) or they let go in 2020 jobs that aren't currently being filled let's say like the furloughs why are they having trouble filling them the people who were rejected don't want to come back to work well to be fair i can see why it's like that because they were working but then all of a sudden they have the rope the rug pulled from right under them and they're given the chance again and so they have that option to think oh do i really want to go back there now that they've had time away from the company did they really love did they really value me i can see why but for the others it's up to them but it could be like the same reason too yes it was an interesting day oh yeah and so i looked it up so pretty much any tesla car can can go at least 262 miles on a single charge oh that's amazing yeah but if you're if you're one of those people who like want to do like cross country or like maybe 
want to like do a lot of stuff throughout the week you have to be mindful like how your battery is and stuff it will always have to check that they're fully charged well thank you for joining me today and covering all the topics that were talked about on november 1st 2021 signing off have a great night